What's going on guys? Ryan Fernandez here and today I'm super pumped up, super excited because I have my very first guest here. Um, you're listening to the Leverage Linguist Podcast. Um, the way we interact and do business has completely changed. It's important more now than ever to foster your connections. And my boy here that was going to be speaking a little bit, I've known him for a little over probably three years. and. We weren't introduced. I just went up to him randomly at some networking party in Oakland, and here we are. Um, I consider him to be uh, one of my mentors, one of my coaches through the many transitions I've had in my career. Um, and I hope you know what he has to share serves you in some way. So a little bio about uh, my buddy here, Jerry Rivera. He's an experienced private banking officer with a demonstrated history of working with high net clients. He's skilled in high touch client service, commercial business banking, and private banking, providing complex financial solutions. Uh, he also builds valuable relationships in the community, and he's a strong all around banking professional with a determination, will, and ambition to see tasks through from start to finish. All right, so you're on camera here, Jerry. What's going on, my brother? Hey, good morning, Ryan, and uh, good morning to anybody watching these videos. Um, having a great week. What can I say? Um, you know, we're busy here, and uh, we've got a lot of exciting projects and uh, clients out here that are looking for ways to try to finance and uh, fund their projects. So nice, nice. Here, so uh, in this trying time and uh, trying to figure out who the next client is going to be. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit more about here. You're in Vegas. Yes. Um, you know, a native of uh, California, born and raised in the San Francisco Bay Area. And, uh, you know, being an empty nester now is an opportunity to kind of reevaluate and, you know, maybe make some changes in your life. And uh, I've been in the banking industry for so long that uh, I thought it'd be a nice change to come out to uh, Las Vegas to uh, put deals together. Well, Vegas is definitely a big change from California, although it is a neighboring state. Um, and just like you, I've also been in the banking industry and I have made a transition over to the insurance world. Um, so let's get right into it. So tell me, you've done a lot of lending. I've also done a lending for consumers as well. How, just a quick recap, how does the conventional lending process usually go? Well, I mean, to say it nicely, it's a long and drawn out process that is very, very black and white. So anybody that's gone through that understands that uh, there's really not a lot of wiggle room. If there's something maybe that's a little bit of a surprise or a hiccup in a deal, either it fits in the box or it doesn't. Um, and that's that's kind of the world that you live in out there. And so it works for some folks, but there are a lot of people that don't always fit in the box. And that's where they're kind of left out from conventional banking, conventional financing, and are always looking for other ways to try to figure out how to get a deal done. Now, it doesn't always work that way. It's not always somebody that doesn't have a good FICO. It could be a timing issue. It could be a structure issue. So there's a lot of different things, but um, conventional has been a great way to learn the business. And I think that uh, as you gave my introduction, I think it really emphasizes that on, on what I do for clients in terms of this is not about a transaction. Um, this is about building with clients, growing with clients, 
creating wealth that goes beyond this generation. So a lot of the people that I do business with, you know, we've, we've done multiple transactions on the same piece of property. Uh, I've helped the same families um, continue to grow their, their real estate portfolio. So this, this, is, this is really about extending your family and again, creating those connections with people. And that's, that's kind of what I think I bring to the hard money side of the business, the private money side is I bring the relationship side because I've been in commercial banking and private banking for so long that, that I understand what people, people need. And I think the biggest thing that I can do differently is, is, is how to not only communicate with people, but empathize with people, but at the same time, get the results that they need, close the business. That's true. So uh, results is, is very, very important, right? Because somebody can have, you know, the reputation of, you know, being the number one in their, in their company. Um, but I think what comes down to it is once you build that rapport with somebody, can you get the results that they're looking for? So that kind of segues us to this next um, question that I have for you and that you've experienced lots of clients. So have I, where, you know, you have great relationships, great rapport with them, but because of their unique situation and then you, like, you're right, it may not just be about to have bad credit or good credit. Uh, it's just simply the particular bank doesn't have the appetite for it. So we get into this private equity, hard money lending. What would you say is the biggest difference when explaining to clients and referral partners where conventional lending is not the right solution for it? I'll try to answer that as best as I can. I think the biggest, the biggest thing for me to explain to people is that we're a solution. And that's the biggest thing that I think that, that, that weighs on me every day when I come into work is that I know we're, we provide a solution. We're not, we're not the guy where there's 10 other guys on the same block doing the exact same thing we do. We, we are a niche. Uh, we provide a service. And, and, and again, because of the service that we provide and the, I think the, the, the speed in, in terms of how we can deliver and the resources that we have, that, that, that's what you're getting. You're getting that piece. And with a bank, you're, you're getting something different. You're getting, you're getting something that is going to be affordable. You're getting something, again, that's, that's set up to look a certain way in a box. But again, if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. So for us, we do not feel that we have to compete with banks. We do not have to compete with anybody because what, what we're really trying to drive to a client is that, do you have a project? Does that project make sense? Is there enough space in that project for you to make the money that you want to make? Okay. Can we be a viable partner to make that happen? So, you know, again, we go back to we're expensive. And if a client feels that we're too expensive, it's probably not the right thing for them. We're probably, you know, spending or losing $20,000, $30,000 on a, on a real estate deal. If your margins are that tight, then I'm glad we had that conversation. I may be able to save you from, from, from any further turmoil down the road. Wow. Okay. So you bring up um, a, probably a really great question that for someone who has even heard of the space, private equity, hard money lending, um, that's the first person that kind of comes up in their mind is, uh, well, you know, the bank, they're offering me like 8%, offering me 4%. You guys are like double, triple that. So I, I think you bring up a good point is the people who come to you, they're not necessarily the last resort because that would be the deal not happening at all. Um, but it's the last stop in, do you want to make this happen? 
right? Because it's, it's that- absolutely like that. Um, could I could I just give a real quick analogy that that works out really well that seems sure. to work out with most people that we explain this to? We again we we don't ex- consider ourselves uh, special in any way, but but we do look at the situation more often than not as most clients are coming to us and they are in the middle of the ocean on a life raft. And, you know, we're the big U.S. Coast Guard ship that's coming by and asking them, hey, you know, can we help out? Um, would you like this life, this, this, this lifesaver? We'd, we'd love to throw it to you. And, you know, a lot of people are reluctant to say, hey, we're not sure. Or, you know, this doesn't make sense. We can get this there. Or, you know, the bank's offering me this. But we see all these things. But the reality is that it's all about performance. You know, there's a lot of people that say they can offer you something and, and they don't deliver. So in the, the analogy that I gave you about the U.S. Coast Guard, we're willing to throw you a life vest or a lifesaver because if you look around, there's, there's no other ship around. There's no one else here to save you. So you have to decide do you want to be saved by us or not. And I, I really, really believe in what we do. You know, I think we're a great vehicle for folks that, you know, don't have the paperwork. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be bad credit. They don't have all the paperwork. Or maybe there's no tenant in the property and the bank wants to be able to show leases. There's a lot of variations that we, we can look at. The reality is that as of now, we our rates on some of the things are almost as competitive as conventional money right now. I'm hmm. seeing people doing real estate loans around 8% right now. So we're, we're around eight, eight or 9% on the low end. And you're talking private money. So, I mean, that means that you go through somewhat less hoops and we could probably get it done and, and, and faster than some of these banks are, you know, taking anywhere from 30 to 90 days to close on a deal. We, we can close in four days on some things and, and it just depends on the complexity of the transaction. But our goal is to help our clients get to the next step because they've run into a jam, a roadblock, something that they weren't anticipating. Our, our job is to get them past that so they can start thinking about how do we create a long-term solution now that we're past that roadblock that that Jerry and HML was were able to get us be, uh, past, if that makes any sense. Got it, got it. So um, you bring up a couple of things there as far as what makes H- HML unique. Um, here in California, I have heard of another private money lender, uh, Rubicon Mortgage. Um, you know, they're locally here in the Bay Area. So what can you tell me about HML that makes you unique from the other private money lenders out there? Well, I think given my understanding of Rubicon, I think they they have a great program. Um, I think they're really good at what they do. The thing with them is their business model is different than ours. Our, Our business model is built on being able to lend in more than just one market. Uh, a company like Rubicon tends to stay in California. Their uh, their license is in California, so they they tend not to do any deals outside of that footprint. Uh, although they do make exceptions. For us, we we have the capacity to lend in 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 fifty states. So if you have a transaction and you're all the way in Florida, you know we can try to figure that out. Um, we've also done deals out of the country. So if you have something in Mexico or you have something in Cabo or uh, South America, we'd love an opportunity to take a look at it. Um, so for us, I think it, it allows us to be able to be uh, a participant in in almost all transactions because region doesn't prevent us from doing that. Um, the other thing that's great because of our um, reach in the lending market, we have access to 
hundreds of funds. Um, when I say hundreds of funds, that's comprised of, you know, um, you know, uh, hedge fund money and various private sources. So that just gives us an opportunity to better serve our client with more, um, I guess, more offers or, or, or more ways to structure their deal. And uh, I love that. Uh, working for a bank, you know, you have one or two options and, you know, you can't go, hey, Chase, can, can, what, what can you do when I can present it? This gives me a lot of flexibility. I can be very agile. And I think for, from a client standpoint, as their deal keeps evolving and changing because they're trying to figure out how to do it, I can evolve with them. And I think, I think that's a great marriage. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. You're right. I think uh, agility is very important. There's a time and place um, for um, you know certain individuals or companies that are only licensed in certain states. It's highly regulated, right, the lending industry. Um, but if you say you can do lending not just in the U.S., the 50 contiguous or 48 con contiguous states, but also, you know, in, in a lot of places where you see expats and, you know, things of that nature, that's a huge advantage. So speaking of that, I have a segment here called What's on Your Desk. So this is something that you're currently working right now, this morning, you know, not last week or a month because things change constantly. So what do you currently have on your desk? Uh, so right now we're just working uh, pretty diligently on a purchase. Um, I can start from where it originated from, or I can go right into the deal. But um, I am working on a purchase right now. It's a uh, commercial property. Um, it's actually lower lower level mezzanine is is actually going to be a restaurant, and uh, the uh, second and third floor are uh, office buildings, uh, office office uh, offices in the building. Uh, it's a single structure and again located in uh, in Kentucky. We're helping the client because they are having a hard time trying to find financing given the circumstances. And I think in telling you a little bit more about this deal, you'll better understand why hard money is a better way or the only way for this client to go. Um, there's currently a restaurant in the lower level and that restaurant is uh, operating there on a month to month lease but plans to close down um, once the purchase of the property uh, is completed. So what you have here is you have a building that has no income and that's gonna be a problem for most lenders, almost all lenders. Uh, wow. So we have no lease. Uh, we will not be, be able to provide any type of profit and loss or any kind of type of rent roll that will be able to substantiate that there's ample income coming in from the rental property below to support sure. the loan. So what we're gonna go ahead and do is figure out another way to do this for the client that enables them to get into the property and with rates rising and with them uh, very eager to start their own restaurant business in the lower level, they have looked at this as a viable option to acquire the business. So we're in the process of, um, well, they've already accepted the terms of the loan and we're in the process of ordering the appraisal and our goal is to close this deal in the next three weeks. Um, so I'm super excited, uh, and I think the client uh, actually has a, a second deal here for $15 million that they want to they want to develop some land uh, that comes in right after this. So um, I'm just really excited about helping this client out. And funny thing is that uh, this this all transpired by me putting out a little bit of information on social media, saying, "Hey, if you have any any deals that that you know you're struggling with, or um, you know you have something that you know you're not sure is going to be able to go, or you can't find the right lender, like." 
let's 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 talk shop a little bit. Let's put our heads together and and, and figure out what resources that I might be able to uh, put in front of you to help you out and close your deal. Very nice. So I mean, this this is a this is the real scenario that that you encountered, right? And it's all because you put this information out there, and somebody came across it not knowing that there was this option. Right, because it sounds like they've already exhausted their traditional means by going to the different banks for business and commercial lending, and they got turned on multiple times. So, with those with those partners that are out there, who who would be some great partners for you to explain what you can do that they cannot? So then that way those um, those individuals can retain those clients that they've built long term relationships with. I mean, quite frankly, most people in the in the uh, financial business side of things is going to be helpful. But um, you know, I love I love talking to uh, mortgage brokers. You know, mortgage broker was how I got that deal. Um, so when you think about that, they shopped all the banks, okay. And after they did that, they went to a broker, and the broker's been shopping with all the other brokers he knows, like hundreds and hundreds of brokers who wow. know other people. It's like a big fan. So guess what? He's probably pushed this out to hundreds and hundreds of people. Somehow it just do whatever it is. It came my way. But mortgage brokers are great. Uh, commercial real estate brokers, residential real estate uh, uh, agents, and uh what else? CPAs are also great. So anybody that's on the side where they're hearing somebody's trying to finance something or trying to move into another deal or trying to move something around or trying to get cash to do something else, you know, we're, we're, we, we do everything based on real estate. So we don't do collateral, we won't collateralize like a, an investment account, but we will take real estate. Um, and, and the great thing too, is that you need to know is that we, we will use multiple properties to do so. So if we need 40,000 here, 30,000 there, whatever, we'll just take a blank, blanket loan till we close the deal, finish off the project, and then we remove everything. But getting back to your, getting back to your stuff, anybody that has direct contact with a client and they're seeing an opportunity, they're running sideways, um, they're not sure how to get the cash. They're seeing all these weird things and they know, Hey, walking into a bank of America, walking in to a Wells Fargo, they're gonna laugh at me. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna laugh at me. And, and for instance, cannabis. I mean, everybody knows you, you can't bank at a bank if, if you're a cannabis. That's huge. And that's but only gonna continue what? to grow, right? You can't bank with me, but guess what? You, you, want, you want to start running bank money or, or excuse me, you want to start running economy money through and use that? Well, guess what? If you want to finance property and you're in the cannabis business or you have property and you want to leverage your property, to, to get capital to, to do your next project, I'm the guy. I can do that. As long as state laws allow them to do that within that state, we will we'll obtain the financing to do so. So I, I think the excitement is that, hey, there's, 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 you, have, you have a plan B or you have a plan C now. You can always go to HML Investments and Jerry Rivera. And hey, maybe I can't do it, but if anything, I can educate you. I, I can get the client back on the right page and whether it be the broker, CPA, uh, agent. I mean, it adds a little bit of credibility and it helps their client um, decide whether they want to continue moving forward with this deal or cut it and look at another one. So I'm here to provide, you know, I want to provide value. I want to be a resource. I think uh, you actually bring up a, a really good industry that could make a really good 
Q&A or segments, which is the cannabis industry, right? I mean, I remember when I was in banking and this was probably my third year in, and this is when cannabis started to become legal in California, one of maybe three states at the time. And, you know, people would come in and in, in the Bay Area where they're looking to either open up a business bank account. Um, and a lot of them knew that they were getting pushed back from other banks. So immediately they would say, oh, well, yeah, you know, so this is for, you know, uh, it, it's for a business and it just, just a roundabout way of discussing it. And then when I ask them the hard question, like, yeah, it's, it's for cannabis, it's for a dispensary, it's a medical dispensary, right? So it's not just a weed shop that you can go into and buy weed. They actually had to have a, a medical cannabis card, um, but the industry is not going away. More and more states every year are legalizing cannabis, even though federally it's still, you know, um, an illegal drug. Um, but the lending world is where a lot of these business owners have hit a brick wall. I mean, it's well, they just run into two problems. They run into where am I going to put my money and how am I going to capitalize this business? Exactly. So, so now you have a pool outside of normal institutional banking of, of people, whether they're the Wall Street guys that created a fund or we create a fund and, and that money is parked there specifically for these types of transactions. So I think it's a beautiful thing. And, and again, this is, this is where people can really understand why private money belongs where it belongs. And people really can understand why it has to be what it has to be. People are loaning their money out to cannabis. Okay. Something that again is technically federally uh, regulated and, and considered still an, an illegal substance and, and folks are still able to lend it because at the state level, it is legal. So there's a cost of business for that, but there's so much money in industries like cannabis or real estate where, you know, this again is, is a small piece of that pot. It costs them a little bit of money, but in the overall picture, the guys are really making money. So yeah, cannabis is great. We love doing them. Um, and if guys would like to learn more about what we do, um, yeah, just just shoot me an email or send me a text, and I'd, I'd love to you know explore some of the things that they're thinking about doing. Well, you really have this way of uh, predicting the next thing I'm gonna say. So as we land the plane here, I was gonna ask, where can people find you? Well, just like anybody else, I'm a slave to the cell phone. So people can always call me. I can leave the cell. I'll give you my cell phone number now or Ryan. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll probably put it in, in the, in the comments, but, yeah, but can I, what, what about on socials? It's available by text and, and, and of course, email. So, um, I'm as easy as a phone or text away. And, and I, you know, generally I try to get back to people within an hour to two hours and then we can figure something out. If not, we'll reach out and schedule something, but I'm always available to, to you and your clients. Sure. And, uh, where can they find you on social media? Well, I am on LinkedIn, so easy to find me on LinkedIn, and uh, Brian will provide that information. Uh, I'm still working on some of my additional social media stuff, so look out for more of that. I have a website coming on the board, but we do also have the main website for HML, and it's hmlinvestments.com. Uh, you can find a lot of information on some of our programs, um, and always reach me there as well. Awesome. Well, Jerry, I really appreciate your time this morning and educating um you know lots of people out there that there are more options if you have come across your you know traditional bank and lending um you know in order for make uh, in order to make what you're looking for your goals come true right and jerry is your guy he's been doing this for a very long time 
So I'm super excited that uh, you're here today. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll put a link uh, in the description to all of your information. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. And, and appreciate it, Ryan. Thanks for uh, having me. I think this is a really, really great thing that you're doing. Um, not so often that we're able to do this and bring a lot of different people from the industry together and not just talk and say, hey, you know, we know business and we've known each other for a long time, but really delve deep in stuff that maybe isn't your normal conversation. I mean, we have a lot of conversations, but how often do we ever get to talk about how do, how do we find... How do we get privatized financing for things? I mean, it's never a conversation that you ever get to hear. So you, thank you for making this happen for everybody. Never comes up. I, I really feel like more people need to know. So that's why we're doing this.